Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Alrighty, now on to the first NRL trial. Warriors defeat the Tigers 48-12. I mean, look, disclaimer, disclaimer. We know the trials, guys. We know that, you know, these result the results per se don't really hold that much weight. But there is information that we can take from this. They do they do matter to a degree. So for example, last year we watched some trials and some of the big takeaways that we had they did end up coming true. You know, we, we thought um, Storm's forward pack was a bit light and we were a bit worried about their reserve grade side of things in regards to their depth. Um, not this year, though. I think actually this year they've improved dramatically. Um, plenty of other things that we, we kind of point out. So there is things you can take away from these trial matches, but they are not the be-all and end-all, guys. If your team got towed up or your team did the toweling up, they could come out next week and get absolutely pumped. So it's more just like looking at systems, looking at what the reserve-grade players are like, the depth, the way they kind of play, the error count, all that kind of stuff. Now, Warriors defeat Tigers 48-12. I will say this is the best I've seen Warriors look in a round one trial in a very long time. I think that it's really interesting to see the polar opposites in decision-making between the Warriors and the Tigers. And what I mean by that is the Tigers said, you know what, we need to go into the market, need to make some big moves, and we need to get good now. Like, we need to right now be good. So they went out, they got the best back row in the comp, arguably arguably the best nine in the comp. Um, they got John Bateman, Dalian back rower. Uh, they, you know, signed a new coach. They got Benji and they got uh, Farah back in. Where the Warriors went the complete opposite route. They said, you know what, we're going to get a bunch of – and this is no disrespect to their recruits. Their recruits are NRL players. I'm not saying they're not. But we're going to get a bunch of battlers that do a job. We know what they're going to give us each week, six to, uh, six to eight out of ten, uh, maybe even nine on some weeks. And we're going to get an assistant coach, and we're going to build for the next few years. So for them to come out and play the way they did and complete at about 85% in the first half compared to the Tigers, 50%, I, I'm actually really, really – before the trial with the Warriors, I was really concerned. I was going into this year going, fuck, I think they might be bottom four, maybe even fighting for the, you know, the spoon. After watching that trial, will they play finals footy this year? Probably not. 
but I'm more confident that we may be seeing the beginnings of building towards something quite good. What do you reckon, Guru? I agree, mate. Uh, there's a number of things that impressed me this Warriors side. Obviously, uh, Metcalf, I thought he was the star of all this. He, uh, I don't care where, you have to find a spot for him in this team. I, I was going like, to say it later. I genuinely believe if there isn't a lot of pressure on Sean Johnson now to get that round one starting spot, I would be surprised because those two together, are you telling me they didn't look as good as any combination last year? Yeah, that's fair. I, I, I think that, and, and I'm more than happy to give SJ, I, I want to see him first because I also think, and we'll talk about them in a minute, I thought the Tigers' defense was fucking woeful. And I, and I, I think SJ would have had, SJ wouldn't have, you know, run for 150 metres, but I think SJ could have picked this team apart with his mm. passing game. So well, SJ's definitely still the front runner, yeah. but yeah. I think the foregone conclusion that no matter what he gets that seven, I think that has been taken mm. away now after the, yeah. the game. I also don't think Metcalf is a seven, though. I know he played on the, on the weekend a little bit and he did well. I, I'd be picking him at fullback still. That was, was he a seven? Yeah. I thought he was six. He, yeah. he played a bit of both. Okay. That was going yeah. to be my question. and they, they looked good together. The side looked great, got around the park well, but like, is Tamara... Can you give him the keys to the ship or Metcalf at half? Metcalf, I don't because I'm with you. I think he's a ball runner. He's, he's a fullback, a, a ball running 5'8". Yeah. So then Tamara, if it is him and Metcalf in the halves at some stage, I just wonder about getting around the park. Who's the commander there? Could they do it? Um, well, it's, it's, it's relatively speaking though. Like, did they do it last year with the combinations yeah, more, they had? Yeah. And so... I, I still absolutely believe Sean Johnson is the front runner for the number seven jersey. And like right now, if you were to select a side, you would put Sean Johnson there. But if Tomato Martin and Metcalf come out in the next, what, there's two more trials? One. One more trial. If they come out and kill it again uh, and Sean Johnson struggles again, I do think a question has yeah, to be asked. Like fair. maybe Tomato Martin is the seven. Um, Isn't he a good player? Martin. He's so silky. It's, and it's hard because like Metcalf's, a great option is that utility off the bench at 14, but they've got Dylan Walker there, so yeah. there's not really room for him to play that role. Well, I do think the coach said that Dylan Walker's going to be a centre. I think, if I recall no, correctly. I, I think he said 14. Did he say 14? Mm. Okay, yeah, that must 14. have been where I've, I've gotten... I've just gotten it mixed up. He did say he did say something specifically that I was like, oh, shit, that's surprising yeah, that he's locked in. It's 14. Yeah. Okay. But I'll tell you, speaking of the, spen- the, um, the centre role, their defence has always been the big worry for me on the edges. I thought that Braden Villiarmi, he was fucking good. Oh. Defensively, and like, I, I want to see him get properly tested over the next few weeks, but you have a look. Um, he had 11 tackles, zero missed, and the guy, the guy on the other side, uh, Valia, who's very young and raw, he had 10 tackles for zero missed. He was great. He's the exciting one. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I, I, like, I, I, I know they can both attack. I know they can score tries. I really don't care about that. They need to be able to defend, and they finally showed that the other night. Once again, I do want to see them against better sides and get tested properly, but that was the big positive for me with, with those two. Mm. Oh, no, I agree. I think, um, you know, we spoke about ad nauseum, like attacking-wise. They got, they've still got, I think, is it Pompey that played yes. in the All-Stars? Um, they've, like attacking-wise, they are super impressive, but it's defensively. I, I agree with you. I thought he was surprisingly, um, like I didn't, the, the, with the Army, I just didn't know whether... It's like, is it past him? Because he was at the Dragons, he couldn't get a crack. He's had a lot of opportunities. Yeah. Played a fair bit of New Wales Cup, been over to, I believe, the Catalans as well yeah. for a stint. So, which doesn't mean, you, you know, you get older, you refine your game, you get better. Yeah. Doesn't mean he can't crack it, but has had opportunities. Free try assists. Mm. So he's 90-92, so he would be, what, about 24-25? Yeah. 
92 No he's my age He's 30 Jesus Close <laughs> Got me maths wrong there <laughs> yeah, hurt me Christ. too <laughs> 92 is 92 is 30 Wow I'm old 35 <laughs> guru Fucking hell So he's 30 years old That's that's interesting I wonder Do you put him there Because he did play really well yep. Three try assist He you know Mon, uh, Marcelo Montoya Marcelo Montoya is finally remember when he broke out for the Bulldogs and you're going fuck the Bulldogs got this big rangy mm. winger that you know is can just bust teams open and he, I think he's really finding his form because wasn't he was it the World Cup or like at the end of the season last year where he was killing it well at the start of last season when he was at the Warriors uh, Peter O'Sullivan was still there mm. I said to him, we, uh, he came on the podcast. I said to him off mic, who's been most impressive training? He goes, mate, Marcelo Montoya by a country He's a mile. beast. Yeah. He he was blown away with him. And, you know, Pe- Peter O'Sullivan knows a thing or two about a good footballer. Mm. So that I, I've been keeping a close eye on him since. And sometimes I see it, sometimes I don't. But the other night, like, <sighs> he, he had a few bad errors to start. But then, mate... <sighs> When, he, when he's on a run, you just can't stop him. Mate, he's a big, big boy. Uh, I was so strong. skeptical of him over at the Doggies. I was like, I, I couldn't believe when he was getting starts in the NRL, to be honest. Mm. And he's gone over the Warriors and just reinvigorated his career. I think he, that initial burst got him those starts at the mm. Doggies the, the couple of years after. Because that initial burst, he did come onto the scene and people were like, oh, shit. Yeah. Um, I want to give a shout out. Um, Tom Arley, if that's how you say it. Apologies if it's wrong. He's a must watch this year. Holy shit. Yep. <laughs> Him and Adam Fanor Blake up front there. Like, that's what I mean. When you see a guy like... Like, when you see a guy like um, Tom Arley come out and play the way he does, it changes everything. Because it, you go from, all right, we've got Tohu Harris, Adam Fanor Blake... You know, we lost Matt Lodge. So, okay, their starting front row is going to be high-quality NRL standard. But what's the rotation going to be like? And then you see a guy like Tom Arlo come out. And, again, it's just the first trial. Like, we've got to see him next week. But then you go, that rotation all of a sudden turns into a top-tier rotation in the front row. And you, yeah, Six tackle breaks. Mate, yeah. he was outstanding. He got, was outstanding. Got a decent offload on him as well. Um. Six tackle breaks, 22 tackles, only one missed, no errors. Uh, and he did all that in 56 minutes. 19 runs for 180 metres. Really, really impressive. Like, I don't want to get ahead of myself because the Warriors, we, we know that they can have these moments and you go, oh, there it is. But I honestly believe this is the closest I've seen them to, to like that vintage Warriors of a power game through the middle where you're going, fuck, how do they get, how do they stop, get stopped? Um, I'm excited, bro. I'm 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 excited now. Does I don't wouldn't put them in my eight at the moment, but I just think the club is in the best position after seeing that trial, seeing all those boys stick to a game plan, seeing the low low error count, seeing some of these young guys come through, also seeing their recruits that are fringies play the best they can play. And why why is that important? How many times do recruits go over there, myself included, at the top of their game? And then don't play anywhere near as good as they can play. Then they go back to their old clubs or whatever, then they play good again. Yeah. Whereas we're seeing fringe first graders playing the best they can play, which is a good sign. Well, you have a look at all the guys in the back line we spoke about. Uh, Martin's new, Metcalf is new, uh, Villiami's new. I thought the fullback was unreal. Tom mm. Picky, he was, he's exciting. He, I, yeah. I hadn't heard of him and s- someone tipped me off last Tuesday. I went and had a look at his Queensland Cup stats. He was incredible last year. Mm. So, I mean, and he's probably going to be their, their fourth choice fullback. Mm-hmm. So I, I really like the direction they're heading. And then, as you said, mate, a heap of battlers in this side, like like Jackson Ford, who they had on the left edge, I thought he was good. He's always been solid. Uh, and then some of the guys that came off the bench, 
I think he, I forget what jersey number he was. Uh, Zion, number 14. Mm. His feet were sensational. Um, Ackland came on, jersey 21, and ball played a little bit at the end. He looks very talented. So a lot of positive signs, mate. And like you also then you go through that squad and you consider how many guys have still got to go into that team, how many proper first graders. They're going to be interesting, the Warriors. Very interesting. And I think... Again, it's, it's about like, it's not necessarily the result. It's just the way they played. Like they had the game controlled the whole time. They were getting to different points on the field. Their backline plays look silky. Like this is a new coach with essentially an entirely new spine. Just going back to the Webster comment. So basically in November, he said Walker will be our 14. This is all most likely. He said Chance was signed as a fullback and it will be his to lose. Again, this is a couple months ago now. So who knows if that's changed. Um, he didn't say Tohu will play lock, but he's like, yeah, we want to get him playmaking, hands on the ball as much as possible. And then for Jazz Tavanga, he said he'll be uh, extra middle off the bench. So that's what he said last November. Yeah. Okay. He's out for half the season now, though, Jazz. <coughs> oh, yeah. True. Um, okay. Look, I, I think you've got to get Luke Metcalf in that side. Somewhere. Somewhere. Do you think it could be seven Johnson, six Luke? Potentially. Uh, I'm... I, I still think he's a fullback, mate. I still think it, it, it's his better spot. That's where I'd be playing. And what chance at centre? That's what I'd be doing. But now that you've got these two centres that have shown they can maybe defend, that does change things for me again. But I just the thing I worry about with the Warriors is that they need someone with real upside in their spine to be able to break a game open. And Chance is a brilliant footballer, mm. but I don't know if he's a guy that you can throw the ball to and he can create something out of nothing. Mm. I think that Chance is a fantastic fullback in a good team that doesn't need their fullback to break it open all the time. But I think the Warriors are going to need that X factor at fullback, mm. in my opinion. Yeah, really interesting to see how they what, what the selection process is next week. Like, does Metcalf get a start? Does he get on the bench? Or, um, But outside of that, look, as I said, super early days, just first trial. But I think that it's exciting times for the Warriors. I really do. And that's coming from a guy a week ago that was going, I'm worried about the Warriors. Like, I'm sitting here going, fuck, I don't... I don't have they really recruited that well? Did they really replace the people they've lost? Not really. But they look great. They, just the way they played, how committed they were, the, the, the strength in contact, the like everything. So exciting. Anyone else that impressed you with the Warriors? No, I think we've covered most of the ones that impressed me. Timmy? All good, mate. All good. Uh, now on to the Tigers. Uh, look, it is a trial. I will say this. The Tigers are in a unique position where, like... They are a very top-heavy system right now in regards to their starting 17 is light years away from their fringe 17. And so I wouldn't take... The way each player played here, I wouldn't take too much... It wouldn't, it wouldn't hold too much weight into how they're going to go this year because these guys are just not as... You know, nowhere near as good as that, that starting side. They're going to run out. Um, I will say it is a concern for the club depth-wise going forward, though, because, you know, you always want to be developing your juniors. And West Tigers, Campbelltown is literally one of the biggest junior places in the fucking country. Anyway, aside from that, aside from that, obviously it's an inexperienced side, but I will say I was quite disappointed with the way they played. They didn't seem like they'd played much together. They weren't getting to certain points on the field. They dropped a bunch of ball. They were at 50%, 55%, I think, completion rate for a period there. Um, like, they're going to be someone that could come out next week and fucking blitz a team. 
And so you just don't know because, as I said, they've gone very top-heavy, recruited specifically big dogs into their main side, whereas the Warriors have recruited fringies into their first-grade side. So it's going to be hard to tell. But I will say the way they played, the style of rugby league, it just wasn't that great, unfortunately. Yeah, I expected more out of them. Uh, as you said, it looks like they hadn't played much together. I mean, the reality is they probably haven't played a heap together. You've got Wakem who arrived there 10 days ago. Riley's come from Union, the 5-8. Charlie Stane's first game at fullback. So, like, they, they wouldn't have spent that much time together. But, mate, uh, regardless of how much time you spent together, 48 points, mm. it's just too much. You, you can't be conceding that many points uh, in a game where you've got unlimited interchanges. No one should be that exhausted. They also weren't out in Western Sydney like some of the other teams in the boiling heat. Mm. Playing over New Zealand. So like, there's no reason for them to concede that many points. I think that Tommy Talao, I, I probably think he maybe played himself out of the round one team the other night. I thought defensively he got caught out on a number of occasions and it, it's his first game back. So It might be a bit rusty. Bit, oh yeah, I have no doubt whatsoever he's mm. a bit rusty. But I think... The Warriors also, and I think Metcalf picked that out mm. very early and really went at him. Uh, and I, I also don't think the Warriors took as much advantage of that as what they could have. Um, positive, though. Positive. Stefano, I thought he was good. He was fan- That's what we, we spoke about mm. on Wednesday, what we want to see. We want to see Stefano come out and be the main front rower, and he without a doubt was. So um, there was a lot of things that went wrong for the Tigers, but I'd walk away going, okay, Stefano looks like he's ready this year. Yeah, looks like it's going to be a big year. And which you know is what? You look at that team that they named, probably, like, Stefano could be the only bloke in their starting 17 come round one. Mm. So, I'm not as, uh, and I know you both, both of you boys prefaced it completely by saying it's a trial, it's early days, it's essentially their New South Wales Cup team, but to me, as I said, Stefano's probably the only round one player there for them, so... I'm not critical of it at all. Defensive combinations were non-existent. Attacking combinations were non-existent. The fact that Stefano stood up, he was really good for them. That's what I would want to have seen. Uh, Justin Matamua was a close watch for me. Just around that, you know, can he be the answer to their ball-playing lock conundrum that, that they're having at the moment? He was okay. Um, 37 tackles, zero misses is pretty good. Yeah, he'll, he'll get to a point where... You know, if he is a sort of a long-term solution to their 13, they're being a ball-playing lock, he'll learn when to pick his time to pass and when to put the ball under the wing and, and put his head down and run. So I thought Matamua had some promising enough signs, but I can't be too critical of the Tiger side that was thrown out there. I think the with Matamua, it's really evident he's not ready to do it in round one. But I, I think you can, as you said, you can see the, you can see the special skill yeah. set there. There's, a, there's some glimpses yeah. there for sure. And, and I love the fact that he's a guy that we're talking about with a bit of upside, as you said. He still went and made 37 fucking tackles. And missed zero. Yep. Yeah. Which it's is great like, to see. That's like, that's just pure attitude. Pure attitude. And that's always your worry with these young forwards that come through that are known for their ball skills. They can get away with not doing as much work if they want. Mm. He did the opposite, which was great to see. Yeah, so... As I said, it's one of those really hard ones to judge because they truly are such a top-heavy side. They could come out next week and belt a side and you'd be like, well, of course, like Papali'i, um, you know, Apikorosau. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do. I, I will say I still am a little bit concerned at, like, their game plan and their choices, with, like, the way they're playing. Like, it did seem they, they wanted to spread it quite a lot. And I think that, like, it's very hard to do that in this day and age because teams just watch so much video. As soon as they see that formation, they don't, like 10 years ago, they, or maybe longer, I don't know, 
if that happens, they go, oh, shit, let's slide. Like, let's slide. We'll give them the metres. Give them the metres. Use it at sideline. Nowadays, they go, no, nah, no chance. We are screaming up. And if you want to get around us, you better throw the ball all the way over our head and risk losing it. Um, so it's, it's not like dire signs at all for the Tigers. It is a question mark over their, their depth and how good is their depth. You know, for example, and I know they're the benchmark, but if you were to so, – so Penrith put out their New South Wales Cup side – and this is essentially New South Wales Cup side for Tigers. And the difference is like... It's night and day. It is crazy. And and that's a bit... Un, it's not a bit unfair. It is really unfair because the Penrith are number one and they just did all those record-breaking things. But Campbelltown is just as big as the Penrith area in regards to how much talent comes out of there. The, the thing that worried me with this Tiger side is that you could tell early on their combinations were gone. There mm. was... They, they, it was just going to... They were just going to have to hang in this game. They went in at halftime at... 14-0, like, if I was a coach in that situation, I, I think they would have said to him, hey, we just want your defence. We just mm. want you to show up in defence in this second half. They conceded six tries. Mm. That, that, that was my biggest disappointment there from the Tigers. Yeah, so, look... Um Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Outside of that, the, the real, real positive is Stefano because he is a game changer. Like, you, you put him in the front row and if he has a big year, he can, he can genuinely be the difference between them being in the top eight and not being in the top eight. Um, whereas, like, if he struggles this year, do they have someone else to fill that void in that front row role like Stefano can do? So that's, that's the real positive. If you a forward pack with a firing Stefano, Papali'i, Johnny oh. Bateman, is a top eight forward pack. It really is. Yeah. Um, so, don't. I wouldn't be too concerned, Tigers fans, at all. I think. I think most Tigers fans are aware their depth is a little bit uh, shallow. Um, but it'll all. It'll be interesting to see how they go next week. That's where you can really judge. Like, what's their game plan like? Where you know, Luke Brooks and Adam Dewey are a very different kettle of fish. To no no disrespect to Wakeman um, and Riley, but I mean that's we're talking. Quite yep. a different, substantial. So, and also in defence of Wakeham, like he got there fucking ten days yeah, ago or something. You can't expect him to just roll in and fucking run the joint. Like, well, I'm happy to put a red line through that Tigers that game. Like I wouldn't be concerned at all. Um, all right, anything else on the Tigers? Uh, they played for Noah Bowl on the edge. I think that'll be the last time you see him out there. I just think he's a he's a middle. He's a middle he? that has <laughs> to stay <laughs> there. Good I don't boy. See that Big again. Boy. The only one I wanted to mention was is it Kapoa the centre? Looks massive. I thought he was Stefano a couple of times. So He's fucking huge. big. <laughs> so fucking big. If, if they can sort out their defense or whatever, yeah. like he could be a great center. Great center. He is so fucking big, bro. Like, he was he was massive. The other oh, yeah. He'd got to be over 100 hey, Has he always been that big? Like he's put on weight this offseason. I thought he, he came into the Greg like real like quick and quite yeah, wiry. That's right. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's a, it's a scary good. prospect, yeah. especially in attack. Yeah. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 